Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. Uh, I am your evening midnight crew host, Jimmy, and I am here with... The fucking big tasty Tony B. Oh, the biggest and tastiest, and... Dave, the destroyer of worlds, and occasionally booties. Most of the time, booties. I love that. So love many booties, right? Thank you. So, so many of exactly one booty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's not let's not get Dave in trouble on the podcast. Yes, please don't. Please don't. It's one booty. He destroys one booty. Actually, no, he destroys two because his own. Yes, he's, he's an <laughs> asshole to it. He does. You're right. You're he right. Does. He's he an really asshole does. to his asshole. I, I yeah. do like. I do. Taco I Bell do love abuses, Taco Bell. Abuses. We tried to get the Taco Bell breakfast, and the fucking place didn't yeah. serve Taco Bell breakfast. What's even the point? So you Why, know what we how did? How can they call Shit. themselves a Taco Bell? You know what we did? We Drove had around f- to f- five different Taco Bells? No, we oh. fucking had chalupas <laughs> at goddamn 10.30 <laughs> nice. in the morning. Nice. Jesus. Nice. I had this fucking drink. It was like brisk dra- dragon force or some <laughs> god. Dragon oh, no. fruit or something. Dragon fruit. Yeah. It was supposed yeah. to be whatever it was supposed to be, but it was just basically grape soda. And it was <laughs> like, I got like punched in the face with like a fist of <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you you cheat you cheated on the Baja Blast. The, yeah, I didn't want the Baja Blast. Uh, what did I get? You uh, got uh, also spring, not Springly blast? or not Springly? Springly? No, it's not called Springly. Isn't it like SQ? Squirtly? Squeezy. Not Squirtly. <laughs> I think it's the thing your dad likes. Uh, Christ, I don't remember what it is. It's yellow and green. It's like a play on Sprite or Squirt. Up. It's not Squirt. Spritz up. It's not Spritz up. I'll look at spritzy Schweppes. <laughs> it's not Schweppes. <laughs> it's yellow and green. I am not a Schweppes boy. Okay. <laughs> Schweppes is Canada, dirty Canada dry. What? No, or no compliments bust. brand. No, no compliments I. brand. Ginger ale. No. no. Fuck that. Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'll do the president's choice ginger oh, ale. PC. PC ginger ale. Um. But yeah. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember our aunt and uncle always used to have Schweppes? Ugh, it was yep. the worst. Still do. Ugh, the still worst. do. Do you also remember, you remember how fucking spritz spritz, spritz up spritz up? up. Oh, yeah. I remember. Do you, spritz also, up. do you also remember like so we we we'd be over there for dinner or something like hey go down to the cantina and get uh, get a pop out of the fridge we go down to the and like the cans still had like the old Santa Claus logo on the Coke and like Lit. the can was from 19, 1992. It's terrifying. Best before and it's like two thousand and eight and you're just like. Still tastes fun. What the hell? Like, yeah, let me just let me just drink all this aluminum can. Mm. The the president's choice iced tea. You guys remember PC that? PC iced tea. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was it was either it was literally spritz up the president's choice iced tea and then the Santa Coke. Yeah, the <laughs> Santa Coke that had been there for seventy two years. Sorry, that's it. Good call. It's good there shit. There we go. There we go. Um. Anyway, thanks for. Uh, Thanks for that. I'm, I'm glad you guys are uh, talking pop and juice and sodas here. This yeah, man. Great. Yeah, man. Um, you want to talk a, about a few movies instead? Well, I wanted to, um, before we get to that, oh, since, right. yeah. since we, we aren't on Tuesday this week, we're on Thursday. I just wanted to wish yeah. a happy Thanksgiving to all of our American listeners. Oh, yeah. Good good call. That's except wrong Thanksgiving. Except for anybody who works at Spyglass Entertainment. Fuck all of them. 
Oh, that's yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> fuck all of Spyglass Entertainment. Yeah, everybody. fuck them. Um, but happy Thanksgiving to everybody else. And, happy American uh, Thanksgiving to everyone else. Gobble Speaking gobble, everybody. Gobble gobble. Gobble gobble. I love it. I could go for some fucking turkey. You guys want to go to the states and get some turkey? I mean, we could just order like a Swiss Chalet festive spash. Oh, festive spash. Tony, yeah. they yeah. are. There's cars blowing up at the border. I, well, we I don't get right right now. Okay. We're not getting political here. <laughs> I didn't I say just want, I I political. Some festive, some There's festive no specials. Poli- no, no political. Yeah, we can't even get special to the states right now. I, don't know. Special, I think they unlocked the, the, the three other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Anyway, either way, festive special, everybody. That's a chicken, not a turkey. It's, that, that's it, what it this guy said. It might as well be a pigeon. Really, I was going to say the dirty bird. Dirtiest bird. I just want some of that chalet sauce. Just give me a cup of oh, chalet yeah. sauce. Just drink it raw. Raw yeah, dog that chalet sauce. Yeah. I want to hear, I want to see it dribbling down your chest. <laughs> wanna, and and this, is, this, is, this is where I sign <laughs> up, everybody. I'm out of here. Why don't we, you know what? I told let's you this talk. was midnight, Jimmy. This is where I get real close to the mic and talk sultry to you about chalet sauce. Let's. Let's 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 get to why we're here. It's, I don't want to talk sultry about chalet sauce, mostly because I don't have chalet sauce in front of me. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't all be winners. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Can we also talk about for a moment, even though this is definitely an audio format, that uh, uh, Dave and I came into uh, Tony's house today wearing toques because it is cold outside, and we drove here, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, they're just still in our hands. And then Tony decided he needed to go get a tube so that he could be part of the gang. <laughs> and true. he is inside and warm. And he's ruining his nice little cute little haircut and styling. That's true. With this hat. I appreciate the solidarity with the toque, but your hair was so cute. It's okay. Yeah, but I needed, I needed the toque. It's actually reminded me of a time um, when we first got our house and we didn't really have much in it. And uh, it was so fucking cold you, at night. You first, you first got your house and you also didn't have heat in it? No, we had <laughs> But like, but like, it took it took a while. We barely had any any furniture in there, so like, oh. it's like it can't latch on to anything. I was just imagining you Zach and Mary's town with a trash bin in your living room. <laughs> honestly, shit. honestly, that's what it felt like sometimes. And I, 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 as you see me, gloves. as you see me right now, yeah. that is that is how I went to bed in yeah, a tube, my roots, sweatpants, and an under shirt. Not own, no. Did you not have heat? We had heat. See, I'm still it was I'm, not, just, I'm confused. I'm confused. <laughs> it was just it was just super cold at night. I just I don't just understand. Like it should if there's no furniture it should just fill the room with heat yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't know what to tell you it was day one yeah, it was free energy one. that day they give you they give you a buy on the first day if you had told me that i would have come over with a pack of matches so you could have set <laughs> yourself on fire fantastic that's a deep cut i like that i like that i like that reference a for effort all right we want to talk about some movies yeah, let's, talk about movies let's do it let's do it So uh, tonight is a, or tonight, well, this episode is a, is a continuing on our retrospective series, Woo-woo. which honestly, when this, when we first started doing them a month and a half ago, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get f- as far down as we did as last year. Cause we got to what we did the sixties last year. Yeah, we, yeah, we did 92, 82, 72, 72 and 62. 62. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to hit 62, but. We are at 82 or, not with or that 80, kind, not with that kind of attitude. Possible. It's, it's <laughs> unlikely. Um but we are uh, we're going to do 83 today. 83 83 40 years ago, boys. 
That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Right? Like, yeah. It's been a time. I mean, we're, we're keeping with tradition of watching things that we had really never seen before. So that was, uh, that's a lot of fun. But we got, uh, we got three movies to talk about. Mm-hmm. I'll list them off and then let's, let's pick up what we're going to talk about. So we got, uh, The Dead Zone, Cujo, and The Big Chill. Ooh, chilly. Uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool. What, uh, what do we want to start off with? Uh, let's start with Cujo. Ooh, spooky dog. Spooky dog. Stephen King. Demon dog. Would you, uh, would you all think of, uh, Cujo? Before we get into that, yeah, why, okay, don't we, why don't we discuss what Cujo is about for for the few people who don't know? Because okay. I honestly didn't know what it was about. I just knew it was about Whoa. a dog. I, I, knew, I knew it was, it was about, about a demon dog. <laughs> yeah, it was about it. Like a really fucked it's up a, dog. It's not even a demon. It it's just not got a bit demon by dog. A it got bit by a bat. Yeah. You know, um, fucked up things happen with bat when you get b- bitten by bats. There was there was a lot <laughs> yeah. of like there was a lot of randomness, but basically, yeah, this dog this dog uh, chases a rabbit into a hole. There's somehow bats also in this hole, and a bat bites him on the nose, and he gets what can only be described as fucked up rabies. Yes, um, and then goes on a killing spree. Kind of, kinda. Hilarity Me- ensues. Meanwhile, meanwhile, shenanigans. Yeah. Meanwhile, this, meanwhile, this young couple has and has child. Their, and yeah. child. I I don't know. There's like, there's an affair going on. There's so the much chi- happening in the that child. Kind so, of a there's jerk. A lot. Yeah. The the, 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 dad the dad has promoted, a campaign. That's yeah. The dad <laughs> promoted a cereal that like was killing children. <laughs> like, there's a lot going on. All I know is it culminates in her and the kid driving up to the yeah. farmhouse and getting in trouble with the titular dog, yes. Cujo. Yes. <laughs> and the son is like sweating in the backseat of the car. And well, just, it's hot. It's, it's the yes, summer. No, I and get they it. I they understand. Yeah, they can't get it. I out. understand. Can we also, the, the way that they end up going to this mechanic who lives on a farm where Cujo also resides. Yes. Um, what? <laughs> Yeah, he goes to one mechanic in town because his tire is a little wonky or something, and the mechanic is obviously busy or whatever the hell. And then some random post office guy says, "Hey, go see this guy." And I thought, "Oh, it's gonna be like another mechanic shop." No, it's like drive for a while until you see this random landmark, and then turn down this dirt road. Like this guy lives so far outside it's, of town. It was the eighties, James. It was a different time. I guess it's a different time. He also drove that whole way on a wonky wheel that needed to be refi- needed to be replaced. He had a lot of things on like his mind. He needed to make sure, he he to make sure his Ferrari or his Corvette or whatever, whatever the, fuck the fuck it, it was. Is. Yeah, his fancy sports car still ran. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but his wife's Pinto. No, no, fuck, fuck that. Fuck, fuck. Was it a Pinto? I don't even know what it I was. I thought it was a Gremlin. It might have been a Gremlin. <laughs> it was an like AMC a, Gremlin. It was like a hatchback. Kind yeah, of thing. it looked like an AMC Gremlin. Like, yeah. a, well, it looked like a piece of shit. Either way, it was a piece of shit. It was a jalopy. It was a piece of shit, and he made sure not to get it fixed. Yeah, he yeah. Told like her, he told her <laughs> to take the shitty car get out the to the sticks because it was so fucking busted down. <laughs> out to the sticks Rough. to fix it, and yeah. of course, it breaks down. Well, I mean, he sent her out there after after he figured out that she had fucking like cheated on him with some random furniture repairman. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Whatever the fuck that side plot was. Okay. There's a lot of side plots. Okay. So here is my thing. Here is what I have on Cujo. Yeah. Okay. The movie is an hour and a half. It is. And Cujo doesn't start 
Cujoing for like 40 minutes. 40 to 50 minutes. No, legit. I looked at it runtime. Literally yeah. 40 minutes in is when Cujo starts Cujoing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he starts becoming Cujo at the very beginning of the movie, and then he's just a dog with a welt on his nose for the yeah, first nobody, little while. Nobody's until concerned about this poor no dog. His, eye, his eyes are all like, like fucking get all fucked up. Shit. Starts running away from loud noises and shit. Like, yeah. Like, why can't you be nice to, like, the only person who's nice to this fucking dog is this the kid and the kid, the kid the kid leaves the movie halfway yeah, yeah. when he starts cujoing. Yeah. It's like deuces. <laughs> I'm out of here. I don't need any of this shit. Oh yeah, there was also the side the plot. That was, there was a side plot that was happening with the fucking mechanic too, and his oh, whole fucking. Life. There were so many things I happening was, in this I movie. I spent most of the movie being confused. Yeah. <laughs> For a movie about a killer dog. The killer dog it takes thing. so long. <laughs> it takes a little too long to get to the killer dog. There's way too much happening. <laughs> so much happening. Literally, all you have to dog gets raped, gets gets bit by the bat. He gets rabies. He goes on a killing spree. That, that it sells itself. <laughs> it could you could have done it like a Halloween thing. He's just like stalking people in a town exactly. and murdering people. Shit. Don't keep exactly. this dog on the farm. Right. Also, and keep inventing ways to get people to go out to this fucking farm. Like, <laughs> it just it took so long to get there. But the, but all of that said, when they're in the car yeah. and they're on the farm and they can't get out because Cujo's Cujoing. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. That stuff's great. It, it just, just takes, takes way too long to get, to get there. there. I've seen that scene before. Ooh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they showed it to us in film school, but like but just that tension. scene. Just yeah. that scene. Like because that's, like, no, that's literally, literally like I've seen I've seen that scene. Yeah. And it's like so iconic. And you like that's how that's what people remember from Cujo. Yeah. But he gotta spend like a fucking hour to get yeah. there. That's just so there's just so much needless shit. Yeah. Also, but I do like that there's the random insert. Of the post office worker who's gonna go out, go out there, and they're like, "No, no, you gotta hold the mail." Uh, okay. God. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Oh man, there's like a Family Guy throwaway uh, yeah, gag at yeah, that point. Yeah. But, yeah. Everything, everything about the cereal also felt like a throwaway gag. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Why do I care about this man's life with his fucking I, murdering I, cereal? I don't even remember that. I just I don't feel, remember. I him feel like it was that. just literally. They just needed to put everybody in place. Yeah. But at the same time, you could have done that without needing all of this shit. Yeah. All of this yeah. shit. And like, they're not three dimensional characters. Like, no, a fair guy. Like, he just wants to bang, bang the wife. Yeah, I get it. That's it. I don't need extra stuff with him. I don't I don't, I don't need his emotional baggage. <laughs> I don't need this extra bullshit with yeah. him. Yeah. And like, I don't know. But yeah. When Cujo starts Cujoing, magic. Yeah. And the makeup effects, because it like most of it is a real dog. Yeah. And like the makeup effects on it, like it's great. Yeah. And like yep. it's it's not like they're clearly not abusing the dog, but he looks great. Yeah. For like a same like as the same as far as Saint Bernard's go. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like it's I like, think he it's, does a better it's like it's like Beethoven. <laughs> I was about to say, I think he does a better job acting than Beethoven. I don't know. Oh, man. buddy, what are you saying? Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. What is the what is the list here? What is the top five best dog actors? I well, mean number one is Air Bud. No. R.I.P. <laughs> No. Who's what number one? What? Fucking Roland fucking Beethoven. What, man. what about what about Ugly oh, from uh, the it's artist? Fucking 
Beethoven. Uggie from The Artist is oh, Uggie's a pretty legend. Great. Uggie's pretty great. Uggie's pretty He's a great. legend. I will die on this hill. It's Beethoven. And you guys haven't seen it yet, but the dog in Anatomy of a Fall, pretty awesome. Uh, Beethoven. No, not Air Bud. Fucking Beethoven. Fuck Air Bud. Hey, hey. Oh, what, about, what, wait, what, about, what about the titular Marley and me? <laughs> or the art of racing in the rain. That's about a dog, too. What about Lassie? La- yeah, what Yo, about Lassie? Fucking. What about Old Yeller? Sh- Shadow. Shadow from Homeward Bound. Oh, Shadow from Homeward Bound. Yeah, well, that's what a good chance. Dog. Yeah, chance is a good the dog rapper? too. No, from no, the dog. No, no, it's fucking Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, man. What about all the dogs from Isle of Dogs? Yeah, that's a good one too. What about the dogs from All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Why don't you just throw in what about fucking Lucky from Doctor Doolittle? Yeah, that's a good one too. What about Oliver and his company? Obviously. Oh, that's good. What about Lady and or the Tramp? That's a good one too. That's a good one. Or what about 101 Dalmatians? What about fucking Scoob? Scoob. Scooby. Fucking Scoob. Scooby. Scoob, all time best dog. All what, time. About, what about Goofy? Fucking Goofy. Uh, is he a dog? Yeah, Goofy's a dog. Goofy's a fucking oh. dog. So Goofy, when he walks Pluto, is just. Yeah, that's a weird that's a thing. Mess, what about right? Pluto? Pluto. Or Pluto. Pluto. Or yeah, Pluto. Pluto. There's or, many, many a dog or actors. Brutus? Is that is it the big fucking like Oh yeah. 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 Cool. There, there's a lot of dog actors. <laughs> anyway. But all of that said, that is a fucking gigantic yeah, goddamn it's a huge, dog. It's a huge ass fucking dog. Like, even if a it's a bear. That is even, a bear. Even if he didn't have rabies, I'd still yeah, be sh- yeah, fucking scared yeah. of him. <laughs> you know what's fucked up though, too, is like um they kind of they kind of get to it with this one not so much because this dog just kind of tears people's tears people apart yeah um rabies is a fucking death sentence yeah the moment you as a human start showing any symptoms of rabies you're dead already there's nothing there's no cure there is no way to reverse it or stop it the moment you show symptoms you're fucked like Great. that's it Fantastic. like it is game over so like, don't get don't get bit by any fucking squirrels or raccoons. <laughs> do not don't get let rabies. the raccoons. Or if in. you get bit by anything, immediately go to the hospital. There's something they can do right away. But the moment you should, like, if you ignore it and think, ah, it'll be fine. No, <laughs> great. You could, you will, like, yeah. You show up with a symptom, they'll be like, well, get comfortable. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> so at the at the end, was that yeah. makeup or was that like? Like it's all like slimy and all that shit. You know? uh, I think it's a bit of both. Bit of both. Yeah, bit of both. Yeah, it looks fucking gross and terrifying. It does, it does look, look very gross. gross. Yeah, very it looks gross. Like it very gross. And it's very yeah. vicious. And yeah. like, there's definitely some scary shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The window's just slightly down, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Jesus, job, man. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying in some points, but yeah. it takes so long to fucking get there. Take a long time to get there. So long. It does. It takes way and then it just, and then it just ends. Yeah, inexplicably yeah, done. Oh, okay. I <laughs> guess fucking, I fucking love the eighties. Like, like yeah. no, 80s no catharsis. Just, just over. Ending. No, we're just done. All of all of these side plots. You don't care about them. We're just, just over. <laughs> we don't need to answer those questions. No one cares. No that's, one's here for that. Everyone came for Killer Dog. We give you Killer Dog. Now go home now. <laughs> that's that. D Wallace. She's the lead. Yes, the lead uh, character, and she's great. Yeah, and. If you guys really want a laugh at this, her movie prior to Cujo was fucking E.T. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. So she went from E.T. to Cujo. Cujo. What a whiplash. What a fucking whiplash. 
She's also in The Frighteners, which I really liked. And The mm. Monsters, which we were literally just discussing. She looks like she's buddies the with Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie one? Yeah. God. Good for her. Uh, the director of this movie, uh, uh, Louis, Louis Teague. Louis Teague, yes. Teague. Yeah. He directed another film that me and Dave adore. Uh-huh. It's a film called Alligator. Yes. When I found that out, I'm just yeah. like high hopes. Well the fuck, man. Why why is Cujo why is Cujo what not Cujo that? suck ass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Cujo Cujo was a Stephen King. But yeah. still. Yeah. Come on. Even that for was, Stephen King, that's a, y- a lot of yada yada was, bullshit. That was the same year Maximum Overdrive came out. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Can since we're talking about Louis Teague, can sure. I just talk about the film I really want to see from Lewis Teague. <laughs> it's called Collision Course. Oh, and it's- <laughs> yeah. Is that Jay Leno? <laughs> yeah, Jay Leno uh... and Pat Morita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually think that's on Wino Lorber, Dave. So, <laughs> what year did that come out? Uh, 89. Oh, man. Oh, man. We got to wait till 2029 to review. <laughs> a Japanese investigator and a Detroit cop Yo. team up to track down a stolen prototype turbocharger. I need this. What the fuck did I just read? That is like, I I need this movie in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, come on. (laughs) Are you putting on your watch list immediately? Immediately. (laughs) So immediately. So are we recommending Cujo or are we kind of like tempering our expectations? Because I was expecting something fucking terrifying and a fucking killer dog fucking cujoing and all over the place yeah i mean i'm i'm what i'm gonna say is like if you are you know deep in the weeds and like a halloween watch list and you are looking for something that is uh fits that bill i would say throw cujo on there that's fair I wouldn't say that anybody has to go run out and seek Cujo right now. Like, if you haven't seen it, you need to see this. You do not. You absolutely do not. (laughs) You barely need to add it to a Halloween watch list, but you can. Just be prepared for a meandering, nonsensical thing until Cujo starts Cujoing, and then you'll have some fun. So maybe just... Temper expectations. Temper Temper expectations, one. Or, you know... Get all the laundry folded Fold some laundry. by the 40-minute yeah, mark, yeah, yeah. and then just sit down, and enjoy get the your rest. popcorn, yeah. enjoy the rest. And literally, yeah. while you're folding the laundry, don't don't worry about what's happening on screen. Yeah. None of it matters. None just, of it. Just None watch it the opening bit yeah. with Cujo getting bit. That's it. Oh, and no. then wait. Opening bit, understand that there is a mom, a dad, and a son. Not even the dad. You don't even need to worry you, about actually, the dad. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Just understand that there's a mom and a son and ignore the rest of the movie. You can sleep until the 40 minute mark if you really wanted to and wake up and you'll be fine. And she has to and that they have a shitty car. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. What shitty a beautiful grandma. house. Damn. Yeah. yeah, that everybody's a bunch of fucking assholes <laughs> in that movie. A little bit. Yeah. Except the kid. No, the kid's fine. Like. And the kid's the one who's like fucking yeah, sweating. Yeah. To yeah, death. yeah. Dying in the car. Yeah. Jesus. Poor Nuts. guy. Poor kid. Do you agree? Um, doctor, do you concur? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's uh, okay. So three to three doctors agree. Yeah, it's it's, it's a film. It's, it it's, sure is. And it just it definitely uh, it definitely doesn't need to be seeked out. If you're nope. like a Stephen King fan, there's there's definitely better Stephen King movies to watch. Or if you're a Stephen um, King completionist. Yes, completionist. You can watch this, if, you're try, if you're trying to max out yeah. your Stephen King letterbox numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is it better than yeah. Thinner, Tony? Buddy, no. Because, like, Thinner was fun as fuck, man. Like, Thinner goes to a dark fucking place. Uh, no. 
No. No. No. No. Watch. Let's let's just watch thinner, guys. I've never seen it. Sure. It's uh. Is it's it a to, journey? Isn't it coming to Scream Factory? Uh, yeah, it is. Nice. And soon, and soon my shelf. Nice. All right. Tony loves thinner that much. Tony loves thinner. Temper expectations, though. It's it is. A well, sh- I mean, it's a, don't. It's a trash movie. It's from the nineties. Yeah. It is what it is. But it's fun as fuck. Right. It's like Alligator. <laughs> That's fair. Oh yeah. fuck! I love Alligator. Yeah. Fucking love Alligator. Excellent. Yeah. Have you seen Alligator yet? No. Oh, buddy, you need to. We'll have, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have in. we will have shitty movie or like moth creature feature night, and we'll put yeah. that on. Yeah. I mean, also we could just do a uh, what is his name Teague. Lewis Teague, yeah. Lewis Teague night. Now that we're now that we want collision course, yeah, <laughs> that's, a good, that's collision a good double. Collision course, that's a good double. That's a good one. That's that'd, a be good a, that'd be a whack time. The, yeah. He also did Cat's Eye, which is another Stephen King. So oh, well, see then maybe there you go. Writes itself. Writes itself. Is our three Pete right? Yeah. But uh, since we're talking Stephen King, Tony, tell me about the Dead Zone. Yeah. Ooh, the Dead Zone from my favorite director, uh, David Cronenberg. Ooh, our, our Canadian boy. Our, our Canadian boy. boy. Uh, quick synopsis: It is about a uh, school teacher, Christopher mm. Walken, um, gets into a car accident after some rainy nights, mm. gets into a coma. Mm. Five years pass, mm-hmm. and then uh, he wakes up with this crazy superpower that uh, if he touches somebody's hand, he sees the future, future or past or something Some around death of, around them. Anyway, yeah, something, something involving something death, involving death yes. around them, whether it's past or present or future. Yes. yes, maybe not present, but future. And uh, well, pre- there is some present some stuff. Present, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, it's like very episodic. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, it's Quite. a. T- it is a TV show as well, like in the early two thousands with. Uh, I think it's Anthony Michael Hall. See that oh. makes see that that would make sense. I could yeah. see more of a TV show than I could as a as movie, well. and like it, yeah. this movie, as you said, episodic and could probably and have been it's split like, up. It's like a into three multiple. It's things. like a three act play, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Um, Keep. Going. I wanted more. Mm. Christopher Walken with with like David Cronenberg and you got Christopher Walken and then you got Martin Sheen. Martin mm. Sheen doesn't mm. show up until fucking third act. Uh, he's I fucking say, great though. He's, he's fucking so on he's, next. He's, he's he's next level. He's so he auditioned great. for West Wing in mm. that movie for sure. He's so great. Um, but yeah, like Christopher Walken is great. Yeah, it really shows his chops. Uh, I know Christopher Walken's more of like a supporting character, supporting. He's usually in the supporting roles, but like this one, he's front and center, mm-hmm. and uh, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I thought he was more nuanced and more like less Walkeny. Yes, yeah, very. Yeah, very, very. If you different were kind of walking, if you're expecting like peak walking cadence and all of that, you are not going to get it. Yeah, you're not getting no. it. You're not getting it. You're getting a very, very sort of different Christopher Walken than what your brain pictures when very, you hear very, the words Christopher mellow, Walken. Mellow and mellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like... Like, he still has some Walkenisms, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 but... <laughs> yeah, he seems very reserved. Yeah. it seem, It's very much a movie where, like, he is out to prove something. Yeah. That he's yeah. not just... Not at just that, that, at that guy. Po- not yeah. just that guy. And at that point, the guy who won for being a nutcase in the deer hunter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
he can do a little bit of a quieter role. Yeah. He like shows yeah. he shows his chops. Like he like he like really like gets into the character. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. And like Martin Martin Sheen, another guy who just like on another level. He's on another. He's level. so good, yeah. and he's so he believes he believes it. Like you yeah, can man. tell he yeah. fucking believes what he's saying. And he is I don't like, I don't know that you can point to a lot of Martin Sheen roles where he, he isn't like fully committed to the yeah. thing. He's always just like committed. Yeah, to exactly. whatever it is. And it was it was good, but like fucking Tom Scarrett. Tom, yeah, Tom Scarrett. Scarrett. Yeah. That movie needed a lot more Tom Scarrett. It's not enough Tom Scarrett. Not enough Tom not Scarrett. Enough. And uh the female lead, Brooke Adam. I thought she Brooke was Adam, very yeah, good. She as was well. great, yeah. yeah. But she was very good as well. Um it came out the same year as Videodrome. Yeah. Which is wild to me, yeah, at least. Two but very different movies. Two very, very, very different movies. But to me, it feels like the least David Cronenberg movie that Cronenberg has ever Cronenberged. Yeah, like there's still like so, there's still oh there's still a little bit of body horror, but, and yeah. there's still there's still like excessive amounts of blood. Yeah, yeah, but but overall, it's very different. Like it's it feels, restrained. It's restrained, and it feels like he is very much a director for hire. Yeah, like it doesn't feel. Like, I don't want to say he didn't have his heart in it because I don't know where he was. Well, I don't know. He made video <laughs> that same yeah. year. OK, like yeah. he had his the heart man had video drone. He was doing this one for money. The man has some demons. OK, yeah. but it felt like. It just wasn't. Cronenbergian. Yeah. Cro- Cronenbergian enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, very for much me. a gun, gun for hire. It's not. It, it it doesn't feel like his story, nor does it feel like or his style, his yeah. his world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many of that he's done where he, like he's not doing sort of his own movie, would, his own. I would say thing. that's pretty much the only one. Yeah, maybe he was just trying out just to be like, hey, maybe I could do it, and then he did this, and then just went, no, no, no thanks. But he would, <laughs> like they almost they wanted him for Return of the Jedi at one point. Wild, <laughs> which would have been fucking hysterical. Huge true. Holy that shit, been nuts, man. <laughs> Cronenberg's Cronenberg's <laughs> Return of the Jedi. You wouldn't have had fucking Ewoks. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, you would have Ewoks, but they would be a lot more monsters. Like Cronenberg You'd monsters. Have fucking yeah. Han Solo being talking about the new Flash. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, God. I, I like when you look at Cronenberg's like. Uh, filmography now that i've seen the dead zone it definitely stands out yeah. as like the odd man in the, bu- in yeah. the bunch yeah yeah it's an odd one yeah because like immediately after that like he did do another studio movie he did the fly but the fly is very much very cronenberg, cronenberg movie. Yeah, it's a completely cronenberg <laughs> i think that was a that was a disney went what the fuck did we just that fox, or fox, fox at the time so yeah fox, fox was just like what the fuck like but it did really well and i believe yeah. it won best makeup yeah it's, 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 well it's, it should it should yeah and i think it might have been scorsese might have been Scorsese. It was an, it was a famous director said when they met Cronenberg that he that he just kind of looked like a gynecologist. Oh, and sure. And that's why yeah. in The Fly he plays the gynecologist. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. That's amazing. It's I, it's not a it's not a bad movie. Um, I don't really know what I was expecting with it. It's just very different. Like yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Cronenberg. You guys yeah, know yeah, I love you know, I love yeah. him. We, we, this we, podcast has a big Cronenberg yeah. fan. Yes, we, it's, we very much love our, love our native son. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It, 
I just, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm just thinking about like everything that we've been talking about here. We've been kind of talking around the movie because like the movie itself is fine. It's I think just, I'm going to enjoy it more. Fine. Yeah. I think I had too high expectations. Like Cujo, I was just like, fuck, whatever. Yeah, this yeah. one, I think I just had high expectations yeah. because it's David Cronenberg. Yeah. And what I you might. get is not what you're what expecting. You, yeah. yeah. So if I watch it again. Yeah. I bet I'll enjoy it more. But I did dislike how episodic it felt. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Very, very, very. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't help that I keep fading the black. And yeah. The, like it's like a wholly different fucking time period, yeah. right? It was like yeah. the entire the 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 murder that he solves, uh, kind of in the I guess the second act. Yeah. Or the second episode, whatever you want to look at it as. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. And had an interesting conclusion to it, and yeah, kind of felt like like that was pretty good. And then it went on to the third act where he befriends a child. And that's a whole, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like there's, there's definitely some odd moments Yeah, and like, there's definitely some black humor in it, but it's, yeah, it just didn't, it didn't do much. Although his delivery about, about the ice, about the ice, that's, that breaks a vase or whatever. That that is walking. Yeah. Pure walking. Like, like walking is just very like solemn in this movie. And then he goes full fucking walking. And then yeah. after that, he's back to solemn, solemn, solemn boy, solemn walking. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But Martin Sheen does something very specific at the end of the movie. <laughs> and I guarantee you, I could see another political uh, personality doing that exact same yeah. thing. It's yeah. frightening. It's <laughs> frightening how you can picture that. Yeah. I thought of it immediately as like, soon as he did it. I was yeah. like, God damn. Like, oh, like, like you, no. you're like, I could just picture immediately some yeah. this specific person yeah. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, from a scale of one to recommend, uh, eh, I think it's another mid, yeah, it's I, a mid love, mid, mid, mid. mid. I think, Again, I don't think it's a temper your expectations no. as much as it is don't think it's going to be Cronenberg doing Cronenberg. Uh, which also kind of temper your expectations. Is yeah. not, like set aside what you think a Cronenberg movie is supposed to be because you're not going to get that. Yeah. But Walken's like for Walken. Good performances. Amazing. And yeah, Martin we, we keep too, yeah. we keep singing the praises of Martin Sheen because yeah. he's fucking awesome yeah. in it. He's, yeah. Next and level. and and our boy Tom Scary need more Tom Scary. <laughs> so much more Tom. Scarrett. Every movie needs more Tom Scary. I don't know about every movie, but if he's only the movies if, with Tom. If Scarrett. he's in the movie, the movie needs more. You Tom know, Scarrett. you know, David David Cronenberg's Return of the Jedi would have had Tom Scary in it <laughs> for sure. Tom, Scarrett. he definitely would have been yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't have died like a punk. Yeah, no. exactly. No, no Sarlacc pit for him. No, he's a oh god. Could you imagine David Cronenberg's Sarlacc? <laughs> God, the, it had one giant worm tentacle. It would have had 87 worm tentacles. <laughs> and a big anus. Yeah, the biggest. A, a very, very large like, anus. Bo- even if Boba Fett did die, he would go in and it would just been like a shower of blood <laughs> coming out of it. Java would be so much grosser. Oh my, Java would be gro- goopy. So goopy. <laughs> and Snotty he was already. Goopy, goopy. He would have been super goopy. He would have been the most goopy boy you've ever seen. Oopy goopy. Oh. Oopy goopy. <laughs> I just like saying goopy. I wonder what Nia Nam would look like. I oh, love Nia Nam. What the fuck? Or fucking, uh, what the fuck, the... Jabba's buddy? 
Not Jabba's butt. That thing would have been <laughs> the fucking man? monster. No, not the pig man. The, the, the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that? <laughs> I thought you were also talking about big fucking stupid fucking headpiece thing. Oh, no. No, no. Oh, uh, I'm the, talking about the, the rancor is what I was thinking. Oh, David Cronenberg's fucking rancor. <laughs> oh man, David Cronenberg's <laughs> rancor. Just put all of the monsters from Naked Lunch yeah. in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> David Cronenberg's uh, Jabba the Hutt's singing band thing. <laughs> the guy with the gall little thing oh, going on. I'm like, oh, God, what a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch Naked Lunch. I now. Hope, honestly, I'm just, thinking just... Of, I'm just thinking of David <laughs> David Cronenberg's Rancor. <laughs> and Tom Skerritt is Boba Fett. This episode is sponsored by David Cronenberg's <laughs> Rancor. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Ridiculous. Look at times. So, like, middle of the line for a dead, dead zone. Dead like, zone. You know, take it or leave it kind of thing. Yeah. There's yeah. better Cronenberg movies. Like we, yeah. like our. I think we were also spoiled by '93. Like those were all bangers. Yeah. So yeah. these last two that we just discussed, I was definitely let down by both of them. Yeah, they were kind of middling. Yeah. Getting through them was not so much a joy as it was a just. Ugh, you get through them, but well, it yeah. was like I wasn't like that with Dead Zone. Like I was interested all the way through. It was just like yeah. kind of like I wanted let more. Da- I wanted yeah. more. I was let. Da- I was yeah. let down a little bit. I watched it. In, I watched it for Halloween, and yeah, I wanted yeah, more, much, yeah, much, much more. more. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as like Cujo. After Cujo, I was like, "Well, that was shit." <laughs> <laughs> Cujo wasn't that bad. It just was underwhelming. It was so underwhelming, except so for when Cujo's Cujoing. Yeah, and I mean, I like I watched it in I watched Dead Zone and Cujo that big chill. Um, so that's a hell of a order, and, and and both in like two days. So it's it's been a it's been a journey. I watched um, Cujo back to back with Big Chill. You guys are fucked. It was it was time. I basically, Let me tell you, you know what, I basically, I basically did that immediately after each other. I basically did that. Like yeah, I, I, I finished I finished Cujo like yesterday afternoon. Uh, and then I went to my mom's for dinner and then I came home and then I immediately threw in the big chill and I was like, wow, this is a fucking juxtaposition of things. So it wasn't like that. I mean, literally like you, you turned it off. I went put pee, it on. Came yeah. back and turned on big chill. You're fucked. That's, that's a, that's a trip, homie. That was, that was a time. Let me tell you, you're fucked. But so you want to talk about the big chill? Yeah. I guess we're really like connecting the dots here because the director, Larry Kasdan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wrote yeah Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> and he wrote Empire Strikes Back. Directed Empire Strikes Back. No, he didn't direct. That's Erwin Kirshner. Kirshner. That's right. Kasdan Kirshner. did write it. You're right. You're yes, right. Kasdan right. wrote it. You're right. And him and his son, I believe, worked on uh, Force Awakens. Yes. Correct. I believe yeah. that's correct. Yeah. And, he, and he fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Correct. The bodyguard. Body. Yeah. I really want to see fucking body heat. So bad. But. Yes, the big chill. That was the my big good chill. That was my pick, mostly because I had it on Criterion. <laughs> yes. Did you enjoy watching your Criterion? I did enjoy watching my Criterion. Good. It had a it has a forty minute special feature of a Q and A special Q and A they did at TIFF in twenty thirteen. Oh, that's, awesome. Oh, that's fun. Which is very cool. Very yeah. very cool. But anyways, the big chill. Uh, for those who don't know, it's about. Uh, a guy kills himself, really yep. uplifting material. And uh eight of his or seven of his friends reunite at 
the funeral. Yeah, and, and then, then hang out post-wake. And then after the wake, they decide to stay at the summer house where he was staying. Yeah. And his girlfriend at the time is also there, and they kind of reminisce. Yeah. And they kind of just kind of fall back into old habits, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and have a small orgy. It's fine. It's good. <laughs> it's a good time. It's true. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Am I wrong? Not, not quite. Not quite. Not quite. But... uh I don't know about you guys, but yeah. they're all in like their mid to late forties yeah. and like they're on like the, the cusp of like that moment where they have to go on to the next part of their lives right? and they're trying to hold on to the past right. as well. And that really spoke to me since that's the part of my life I'm in. Yeah. So even sure. though like they're, they're like relating to the sixties and I'd be relating to what the aughts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Like still just like the way they were talking, the way that they're um, come that the way their relationships are and like just the feelings that they're going through. Like I just I I fucking love this movie. I thought it was amazing. I really fucking liked it a lot. I love the writing. I love the acting. I loved the um, the introduction, how uh, concise the introductions are. And then when they get to the summer house and they're unpacking their bags and everybody has like specific things that they brought. I mm-hmm. thought that's amazing. And I love, and obviously the score, the soundtrack, the soundtrack, soundtrack the soundtrack's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's that's a very good. Yeah. It's a banger, really good. a fucking banger. But how did you guys feel about this film? Um, I need, I need, I need another watch. Yeah. yeah, I was. Well, you you watched it right after Cujo. Yeah, but I, and I also watched it really late at night, so yeah, like sure. it was just it was it was hard. To, it was it was a little hard, but like like you said, David, the acting incredible. The ensemble, it's 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 probably like one of the best ensembles I've seen. Oh for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it and is the, a solid rock, fucking solid. And ensemble. these are all like really all like cylinders. They, yeah. they, this isn't before. This is before they hit the fame that they did. Yeah. Right. Like this is this is what launched them, and it was fucking great seeing them. Like Kevin Klein, Jeff yeah. Goldblum, yeah. Glenn Close, yeah. William Hurt. Uh, fuck William, William Hurt. Fuck William Hurt. But like he's very yeah, he's, he's, he's very he's, he's good. He's good in it. He's good in it. Berenger. Tom Berenger. Jesus Christ. Um, I want to give it. A, I I really want to give it another shot. Yeah. Um, you guys didn't mention the Mary Kay Place, Meg Tilly. Yes, Meg yeah, Tilly. Meg yes. Tilly and Joe Beth Williams. Yeah. Wow. Like. That's a cast. It. That's all an it. amazing cast. And Joe Beth Williams was coming off a of fucking poltergeist. Like, Jesus. That's amazing. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I could have done with a little less of fucking Kevin Klein's sausage fucking flopping around when he's <laughs> when he's running in his yeah. sh- the yeah. shortest yeah, shorts I've ever seen yeah. in my entire yeah. life. That's Kevin Klein, man. <laughs> like that when I saw that, I was like, okay, that's you, believable. You, you let your pork sword fly yeah. when you're Kevin Klein. Apparently Phoebe Cates uh auditioned for Meg Tilly, so that's where he would have met her. That's uh, amazing. <laughs> nice. Um, James. Yeah, I mean, I didn't relate to it in the same way that you did. I, I am Tony and I are significantly younger than Dave. 
Fuck off. You're not that much younger. <laughs> no, but like I really, I really, I can see where Dave's seeing no, it. I and like I related no, to, I, I definitely related to some of it, but I can see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not saying it's unrelatable. I'm just yeah. saying I'm not at that stage of my life yet where I'm like at that point of reminiscing. I do like the sort of like, I like the idea of like, you know, uh, a friend, um, uh, a friend passes away regardless of the circumstances and just having like sort of a, a time where you reminisce and hang out and be together as as friends and things like that. Um, so there, and as you said, like as an ensemble cast, incredible, every single person in this is firing on all cylinders and they are so, so good in it. Like from that point alone, it was like, it was just like, oh, it's Jeff Goldblum. And then I just completely forgot it was Jeff Goldblum and he just became exactly who his character was. And it was just melted into the role. Everyone fit so perfectly in the role that they were playing. Um, and like the story unfolds well, it's really just like a bunch of people hanging out for a weekend. Um, some of it's kind of a bummer, but yeah, there's a few bummer moments. Yeah. But most of it is like, huh? yeah, you kind of get it. And a random moment about insider trading. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever the fuck that was. That was weird. That was weird. Yeah. And some of that orgy bit you were mentioning is a little yeah to say the least. there's some choices that happen there yeah like yeah. i don't i don't know that i would want to like my wife to be like hey just get this other woman pregnant yeah that while was i'm in the other room that's literally that, what that was, i was gonna say i was like that weird. whole plot like, thing least, was like at mm. least at least be in the same room sitting in the cuck chair like what yeah, are you doing in another room the, either watch yeah. or what the fuck or leave like it was well, the, she went it was and, the 80, it was the age she went and hung out with jeff goldblum like, i guess i believe there's some sex happening <laughs> in this fuck man yeah her husband is fucking someone else right now and just to get her pregnant like a horse like <laughs> yeah that Goldblum whole being Goldblum, man, that, that, that bit was odd 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 but i just i really liked i really liked the writing i really liked the acting yeah. did you guys know who's in the box Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh, and he wow. was they cut a big scene out of the end that would have been like a flashback to them hanging out in a house in when they were in college together. Yeah, yeah. And they would be doing the same thing. That's yeah. how they're so like camarade. There's so much yeah, camaraderie yeah, 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 and they yeah, all yeah, yeah. know exactly what they're doing with like um when they're setting the table and cleaning yeah. shit up because that's what they used that's to what do they did, yeah. and they had this big scene at the end with Kevin Costner in it oh, to kind wow. of show what their relationship was yeah. and they got cut. And if you don't know Kevin Costner's in the box, you have no idea. <laughs> so he was yeah, super I had no pissed. Idea, so that's crazy. He was super pissed, but I believe he got cast as the lead in Silverado, specifically as like a, "I'm sorry, you got cut out of this movie." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, looking at that now, knowing that fact, because I didn't know that, um, but now knowing that fact and like looking back at the movie. I think cutting him out still is is probably oh, it's for the, the better choice yeah, it's for the because best. like it would have if you threw that in sort of even at the end as just kind of like a weird montage remembrance thing I would have been like it would have just changed everything just having as soon as you put a face to it, it exactly completely, it completely destroyed it would have changed yeah. the whole thing that this movie was going for the guy yeah. who died wasn't really important yeah the memory of him was important but not yeah. the actual. And the idea that everybody's coming together exactly. to celebrate—it's yeah. not about the guy that died, really, or it's celebrate about these people. and grieve. Yeah. He just was a catalyst for this happening. Yeah. Well, we don't need the. Yeah, we don't need to know who the fuck he was. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. 
So it doesn't matter. No, so I think they, they no, made the right a, choice. No, they made they definitely made the right choice. It's just kind of funny that, that it's is not funny. just some that nobody. Funny. It's fucking it's Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. <laughs> but I definitely like with the caveat about the, some weird subplots. I yeah. loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, I I mean I'm, I'm kind of with Tony. I probably will watch it again at some point. Just kind of get a rewatch and and kind of enjoy it. Maybe at a different time. Maybe I'll put it off for a few more years and see how I feel about it. But it's certainly not something that I don't want to rewatch again. I definitely would like to and would recommend it for for everyone to check out. I think out of the three of them, it was the strongest one. Yeah, this yeah, is definitely this is definitely the strongest one for sure. Yeah. Well, I got nominated for best picture, and it won uh, People's Choice at TIFF. Ooh. <laughs> The what festival won, of eighty three. What won against it instead? Terms of endearment. Terms of endearment. It sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen terms. I've always wanted to see terms of endearment. It's pretty good. good. Terms it's of endearment. Good. And James L. Brooks is literally yeah. mounting his new movie. Finally, yeah. he's made a movie in like almost a decade and a half. Yeah, that's true. That's so, exciting. Yeah, very exciting. But yeah, I really, I really want to see terms of endearment. You should. It's good. I'm excited. I'm excited, but I yeah, hard recommend on the yeah. show. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, well, that was fun. That wraps up eighty three nicely. But uh, three movies up, three movies down. Do you think we're going to be squeaking in a seventy three? I think so. I think we can do seventy three. I think we could squeak in seventy three. Sixty three might be a bridge too far, but mm-hmm. we can squeak. We can squeak seventy three in. That'd be good. That'd yeah, be good. I think so. But uh, before we uh, sign off, just. Yeah. Just because uh, we're we're out on Thanksgiving in America, yes. it seems appropriate that we should briefly discuss Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. Sorry, Dave. Thanksgiving. White meat. Dark meat. All really good. I love that. <laughs> Thanksgiving. James, before the show, I told you that I yes, had sir. two words, yeah, two for, words this for me, yeah, yeah. and you've been oh so patient. I and have waiting. been. I'm sure he doesn't. Oh, I'm sure he forgot. I, I he, he, he kind of forgot. It doesn't really yeah, matter. Well, I'm just building dramatic effect, I've been, you motherfucker. I've been, I've, been, I've been on the edge of my seat this entire time. Two holding words. a fart, but two words for Eli <laughs> Roth's Thanksgiving. Yeah, it fucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's good shit. Yeah, it's good shit. Fuck, man, I want to see it so bad. That movie is so metal. It is fucking. It 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 delivers. Yeah, it is yeah. it's it's a very very low bar to achieve, but it is easily Eli Roth's best film. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that is. I could clear that low bar. Um, but that's that's amazing. Like hear. it is it is very very good, and like well, it's trash, but it's yeah. But I mean, for what yeah, it is, it's a slasher so film. Good. It's very well done for. And the opening, uh, the opening Black Friday scene, yeah. which takes place at a store that <laughs> was down the street from me and Tony's old house. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that scene is. Well, it was filmed here. Yeah, it was filmed in Hamilton. Oh, it was sick. filmed in uh, Burlington. Nice. Uh, Tony Pickering. Pickering. Nice. And I believe. Uh, Port, Port Hope and nice, definitely nice, Toronto. Nice, nice, That's awesome. Yeah, it was. So that part was kind of funny. I mean, <laughs> for for a movie that uh, whose genesis was a random spoof trailer in another movie. Yeah, 
And that's he, fun. And he redoes a lot of that stuff. Oh God, I'm so and glad. It's, and yeah, it's it's the great when because you because if you know if you know it, like you get an extra yeah. joy out of seeing yeah. it. Like there's one part where they were building to it, and I was like, oh, he's gonna do it. He's gonna yeah. oh, he did it. One, <laughs> one one part of it is in the trailer where I was like, oh, the moment I saw the moment I saw the trampoline, it was like, oh. Goody. That's what I was talking about. And then literally uh, a smile on my face. Yeah. Man. And then Sick the, other, the other thing. That, oh, buddy. When he like that. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. The, I know. It's so good. The other so thing. Good. When, the only other thing that I always remember. Well, there's two other things that I remember from the trailer, but one of them. I, it's gross. Uh, the other one is like the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade where the mascot loses its head. And it's oh. just like, oh, man, I love that scene so much. It's so one of my, so one of my Twitter buddies is actually an extra in that scene. I was looking yeah. for him the whole time. I couldn't find Dang. him. Dang. And uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. So basically, like something tragic happens on Black Friday. Yeah. And then a year later, pe- John Carver with the mask sure. yeah. starts picking people off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. For a slasher movie, it's a lot of fun. That's and he great. does some it, he does some inventive things and like he definitely goes back to like his fucking nasty roots. Nice. Like, there's definitely like a couple scene a couple bits where you're like, okay, yeah, this is clearly an Eli yeah, Roth yeah. fucking film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's fucked up. He, he is fucked. He, it's it's so fucked. Yeah. He's <laughs> fucked up. It's something else, man. And like some of the kills in there, it's like he makes it. He makes it almost like Gen Z, yeah. but like he makes it fun. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, there's a lot of like homages to like 90s slashers. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely owes a lot to Scream. Um, but I think he elevates it. He takes what made what was so good about Scream and he elevates it and he makes it like more modern. Oh, fun. And it's fucking great. That's awesome. And it's so funny. There's, yeah. I have some some qualms with like the last 10 20 minutes mm-hmm. that i don't really want to spoil sure. or don't really want to get into too much but remember when we were talking about kujo having too many characters yeah. and needing to put them in certain places in yeah. order for x to happen yeah this does the same this does yeah. the same. Yeah. that makes sense this does the same and it's, it annoyed it it definitely annoyed me when it played out because i was very much into it yeah and then you started seeing the pieces and moving. then there's something happens that predicates this happening uh, and i was yeah. just like oh come on yeah weak sauce yeah. but rick your buddy rick hoffman was great oh needed man. more of him lewis lit yeah it needed yeah. much more of him and fucking i really like the lead the the lead girl nell verlack i think that's verlacky yeah she was very very good and addison ray who's uh you uh tiktok star was the highest paid tiktok personality at one cool. point she's she's fine nice she's fine right. and uh i don't know if you guys ever saw zombies the disney channel like uh no it's like a disney channel musical thing but uh milo manheim was in that he's mm. the lead in that and he shows up here and oh my he's god he's a lot of he's a lot of fun he's a lot of fun in this and cool obviously patrick dempsey i was gonna say patrick mm. dempsey mvp of the movie man yeah, patrick is, dempsey's the mvp he's God. he's very he's, good he's something That's else awesome. he's very good his fucking um his uh massachusetts accent thing of beauty he's kind of nice. he's kind of got like the dewey vibe but like <laughs> sure. not as like david arquette sure 
Yeah. He's like it's it's McDreamy doing doing yeah, Dewey. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he still looks fucking dreamy. Yeah. So good. Silver Fox. Oh, McDreamy. Fucking handsome man. Silver Beautiful. Fox. I love that. But yeah, you will. There is some fucking. There is a lot of black humor in this. Excellent. And there's definitely like. Did you have a big crowd when you saw it? I seven people, and I was the only one reacting. I had about right. ten people, yeah. and me and friend of the podcast, Mad Laden, were howling and having a blast, yeah. and everyone else was just kind of watching. Oh, yeah, like it wasn't like when I saw Child's Play and I was acting like De Niro in Cape Fear, sure. but <laughs> sure, <laughs> but we were having a good time, and everyone else sure. was not as much having a good yeah. time. Everyone was just like silent. I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, God. Like, I was freaking <laughs> yeah. out. The yeah. whole, there like, is Melissa a... was laughing at my reactions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. a nasty piece. Nice. It's nasty. The one, the, like, towards the end, I think one girl said something out loud, and I was like, oh, man, she yeah. felt it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, they're so quiet. I was like, Aww. God damn it, people, like, fucking react. Do something. Do Have something. Fun. It was. Come it was. On. It was probably like one of the funnest times I had at the theater this year. That's funnest awesome. is not a word. Okay, more fun. Or most, most fun. fun. Most fun. Most fun. Most That's fun. awesome. And there's Sorry. some. There's some rock solid tension. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Excellent. Yeah, I think you will enjoy it. If you're, you got, you will enjoy it. But to the listeners, if you're into slasher and you're into camp, it's not totally camp, but there's there's some campiness to it. If you're into that sort of slasher. Yeah, Aces. sign up, buckle yeah. up, Aces, buckle up. Awesome, and it is American Thanksgiving. What better way to celebrate than going to go see Eli Absolutely. Roth Thanksgiving? Absolutely. Absolutely, fun for the whole family. Yeah, except for Spyglass Entertainment. Fuck all of them. Yes, <laughs> fuck them all. They don't get to see Thanksgiving. They don't get to see no. Thanksgiving or have turkey. <laughs> no turkey for you. They get nothing. 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 A lump of coal. Yeah. Swift kick in the ass. And before we go. I just wanted to throw in a few words about Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Napoleon? Yes. I wanted to say that it is long. <laughs> it is two and a half hours, and apparently the director's cut is four and a half hours. Unnecessary. And I am not going back to this movie. Yeah. Fucking Ridley Scott. It is, it is so badly Scott. edited. Like, it's a mess. He's <laughs> a fucking mess. Characters just show up and then leave. And nice. Like, a good chunk of the movie hinges on your knowledge of not 18th or no 19th century French politics. I know nothing <laughs> about 19th century French politics. <laughs> Neither, Neither do I. I. <laughs> <laughs> and like your knowledge of Napoleon and Jesus. like it so just I gotta, I gotta read a primer before yeah, I watch you watch this. You gotta read a primer movie. before you watch it because there's just and like they introduce certain ideas and then they don't really go anywhere. Wow. Like there's a whole subplot about him wanting an heir, which I get. Sure. I understand. Yeah. But then once he gets the heir, you don't really hear about the kid ever right. again. <laughs> he basically is holding him in one scene and then he just doesn't show up again. Nice. And right then on. there's another scene. There's another bit where uh, she's making eyes at someone and you can tell that there was a scene before that and a scene after that oh. <laughs> that makes sense of what the fuck's going on oh. there. And like, I just, if you can't make a movie that's two and a half hours coherent. Yeah. Four and a half, adding another two hours is not going to help your case. No. I know everybody loves the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven and calls it like the second coming of Christ and that the theatrical's unwatchable. But like, Ridley. 
I admire you. You're about to turn 86 years old. I admire your tenacity. I admire your ferociousness. But man, you got to you need a better editor or your editors need to not listen to you. Yeah. Cause you need to make a movie that's fucking coherent. And this well, is yeah, not in this, it. In this bullshit of like always having a director's cut or like the, if the director's right, kind of supposed to happy. be, if the director's kind of supposed to, well, yeah, let's not get into the Blade Runner conversation. <sighs> yeah. Um, but if, if the director's cut is supposed to be what you wanted the film to be in the first place, then why the fuck are you cutting your shit down to whatever the fuck it is? Why are you even doing four and a half hours? Yeah. Why are you releasing pieces of dog shit on the turn around and be like, no, 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 this is just the, but the, 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 there's this version. This is the real version. This is the real version. Well, what even the fuck does that mean? But it's true. Yeah, it's true. Again, the Blade Runner conversation. Which one? Pick one. The final, the directors, the theatrical. He, he totally did not no. think he was a replicant. No. There's no way he no. thought he was a replicant. No. He went with that theory after someone else told him. <laughs> I will Scott. take that to my grave about you Ridley Scott. Are, you are absolutely right. After seeing all three of those cuts, no. He does Fuck not you. know. But I still don't understand that movie. <laughs> Tony, it's, it's just a, vibes. It's it's about being human. It's about humanity and being What does alive. it mean to be human? Yeah, that's what it about. Do androids just, dream of electric sheep? Go read the short story. It's all, but that's basically you know, it. And it's just about memory and tears in the rain. I was gonna say, I was just about to say, teardrops. I thought the whole movie was about teardrops in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's just about Rutger Hauer. <laughs> Fucking love Rutger Hauer in that movie. God, he's sexy in that movie, he is, man. He's always sexy. <laughs> Even in Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, I was going to say, in like fucking Sin City and Hobo with a Shotgun? Jesus. Hobo with a Shotgun. Hobo with a Shotgun. Speaking of Thanksgiving. <laughs> but yeah, no, Ridley Scott needs to rein it the fuck in. He definitely does. Like, he still has a vision. Like, he's still... He is... Sure. He's a visionary, and he still does his visuals right. Um, I know Avnish, friend of the podcast, is going to disagree with me on this, but the battle scenes are great. Mm. Are you kidding me? He said it was it wasn't great. He he was not a fan at all. <sighs> but like, I know you guys have seen the trailer. So yeah. there's a there's the bit where they're fighting with the ice, with the ice yeah. and apparently it's not historically accurate whatsoever. Great. Which I don't give a fuck. Whatever. But it's neither does Ridley. All, no, he doesn't either. <laughs> Ridley's response is absolutely perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but that scene. Were you there? Is a <laughs> thing of beauty. Yeah. That yeah. is a that thing is a that scene is a thing of beauty. Yeah. And like it's, it's just you have to slog through a mess to get there. It's just like like the battle scenes are like just kind of scattered. Okay. And they're great. Yeah. And they're really well done. And they're shot beautifully. Yeah. And they're bloody as fuck. Like yeah, yeah, Alyssa yeah, was yeah. with me, and I don't think oh, she was never been afraid of I that. Don't, I don't think she was ready for how fucking violent this yeah. movie was. Yeah. But it's just the shit in between and the bipolarness of fucking Joaquin and uh, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. Like they're both terrific in the movie, but like because so much of their shit got cut, it's like this scene doesn't really jive with this scene. This scene doesn't really go with this God. scene. It's just so mismatched yeah. and like he's just like su- he's super horny for half of the movie and it's it's weird. Yeah. Because he's like the joker (laughs) all right he's like arthur fleck and it's weird (laughs) so i'll wait for the uh the napoleon all battle scene supercut to drop on youtube and i'll just watch that and then call it a day yeah but it's a sound the sound is great the sound design is great all right so nice 
it i don't want to say it's not worth seeing but it's it's you you it's might coming as well on, wait. It's coming on Apple yeah. soon. You might as well wait. For the four and a half hour director's cut. Or see whatever the, yeah, fuck, see that whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. And you can pause it whenever you need to. Or you can just stop watching and come back to it. Type yeah, thing. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, like nothing about P or anything like well, the con- all the shit with Scorsese. Sure. It's just, it's a slog. Yeah. And that's even harder, right? Because like, you know, you, you, you talk about really long movies. Like, I mean. Even, Luna, even Luna doesn't like it. She really doesn't. <laughs> no, Luna's, but even Luna's like Luna, Luna is not a Ridley Scott fan. But even like you know, two and Jesus, a half. Jesus, we know how you feel, girl. Girl, <laughs> girl please. <laughs> um, even like uh, two like a two and a half hour movie is long, and if you're feeling it, that's great. That's way too long. Yeah. But also, like Killers of Our Moon was longer, and it didn't feel that it way. Did not because it's not an incoherent mess. Yes. And it's just like there's so much that can be said for Jesus Luna, we for get editing it. <laughs> and for uh for uh creating a story that makes sense and not cutting whatever your original vision is down to whatever the fuck it is and making a mess out of the entire thing. I don't know. Exactly. If you yeah. were if you were uh um holy jeez. <laughs> I love this. Honestly, I love this Luna interview. This is my favorite thing. Luna's got so much to say about Napoleon. If you were contract, she knows about 19th century France politics. Apparently, Bring her on the podcast. Apparently, apparently, she she's a she's big into Marie Antoinette. Yeah, in her past life, she was Marie Antoinette's cat. <laughs> or maybe she was Marie Antoinette. Were you Marie Antoinette? No, you don't want to say anything. She's finally up against the microphone and says nothing. You wasted your one opportunity. It was your 15 minutes of fame. If you were contract if you were contracted to make to bring it in at two and a half hours, you shouldn't have had all this extra footage to go with. You should have cut yeah. it down, made it coherent, and then made the director's cut just a compliment to yeah, it. Not exactly. the movie you actually wanted to make. Exactly. Exactly. Agreed. Fuck. <laughs> there it is. There's Dave's full feelings out in full force. Yeah, seriously. Fucking rain it in, buddy. Rain it in. You talking to me or Ridley Scott? Ridley. Well, Ridley. <laughs> Fucking Ridley. Sir Ridley. Sir Ridley. Oh, God. The wrong Scott. I was died. really. I was. Don't say that. <laughs> I've said it. I've said it before, but that's. Fu- I try not to say it. Don't I try say not that. to say it on the record. Oh, Jesus. man. I was waiting this entire time to <laughs> just find a good spot to slip that in. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. That's rough. Hey, like, at least, the at least Tony the guy, knew brevity. This is true. The guy, the guy is 86 and he's churning out these epic movies. Come on, man. man. No, I, I have respect for that, but it was a joke. I know. Was I know. it? <laughs> but yes, he does need to learn brevity and he does need to learn to not make a fucking director's cut out of everything. Everything. Yeah, or a final cut. Or a final cut or a fucking international cut or whatever the fucking. Whatever the fucking uh, sh- sushi they call me sushi. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the you know, fuck nonsense that is. I always, I always, I always enjoy the. Fa- I know we're just talking about Ridley Scott now, but I always enjoy the fact that more recently he's he's come out saying he regrets doing uh, Prometheus instead of uh, 
Was it Prometheus or no, Alien Covenant? Covenant? It was Covenant, Covenant. instead of uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think. I was literally about to say twenty forty nine is the better it's movie. I, Denny's a better director than you. I think. I think I can say it. In all honesty, when I speak for the entirety of humanity, when, <laughs> when I say that Ridley Scott is the only person on the face of the planet <laughs> that's upset that he didn't direct yeah. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. I feel he yeah. is a very, very, like the smallest minority ever <laughs> to say something like that. I don't know anybody who's like, oh man, Denny Villeneuve, you just fucking ruined Blade yeah. Runner. What I need <laughs> is cut number 17 from Ridley on this movie. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, Ridley, Ridley Scott's Blade Runner 2049 would still be debating whether fucking Deckard Kane was a replicant. It'd be Harrison Ford pondering. He might as well have just spelled it. Replicant. I just think it's cute that you think he would have made it. Yeah. He definitely, yeah that movie please. never would have come out. That movie never would have saw the light of day. God. He was shoehorning aliens into his whatever fuck Prometheus backstory nonsense shit was Covenant was a lot better than fucking Prometheus oh Prometheus Prometheus, oh, Prometheus. is a more stylish and yeah. a better ambitious a better and am more ambitious film but Covenant is a better alien movie a better, a better alien, alien movie. movie yeah yeah and it'll always have I'll do the fingering <laughs> <laughs> Which me and Tony saw a screening of that. It was full, and I just like I almost I choked. I fucking choked. Fast Bender's so good. I almost died that day. God, I love Fast Bender so much. I choked so hard when he did it. He's 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 something else. Yeah. God. Well. Anyway. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap it up. After smirching the good name of Ridley Scott for a while, Sir Ridley Scott. Good name. 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 And uh, name. It's fine. Fuck it, guys. We're never gonna meet Ridley Scott. <laughs> Not at this rate. <laughs> he's 86. I he, bet. He's gonna he's gonna be mad. He's gonna say fuck Oh, this uh Sir Sir Ridley, the uh the team the Canadian team over at Finger Guns wants to uh interview. Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. <laughs> I definitely would have made Blade Runner 2049. Cocksuckers. Well, I mean, no, you wouldn't have. But anyway, <laughs> it's fine. If 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 he denies us, we'll just get on the Ouija board and talk to Tony. It's fine. <laughs> We'd still be waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh good times. Well, anyway, I think that uh does that wrap us up? You feel yeah, that wraps us that? up, yeah. 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 Yeah, it definitely does. All right, that's good. So we'll be back in two weeks, a week? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Regular scheduled programming. We'll be back. It'll be another back on Thursday. Thursday. Yes, be another actually, we should mention that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Finger Guns team seems to be traveling a lot recently, so we have to continually reshift our episodes around. But yeah, uh, yeah so this week you're listening to this on Thursday, and two Thursdays from now we'll be back in your ears again. Yes, and uh, then we'll be back. Then we'll, then we'll be back to our regular Tuesday. Yeah, our regular Tuesdays. Yeah, we do like Tuesdays better, but it's this true. Thursday thing is just working out for us. I kind of like it in a little way. I agree. Maybe we'll just always be Thursdays now. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe we'll shift the season for season three. Ooh. Cute. Sexy. Mm-hmm. Do we get renewed for season three? Did our producers say that we could do this? I think we still have another month to decide. 
Oh, I thought that was what Luna was saying when she came in. That was <laughs> no, she was talking She's about nineteenth century, oh, century French politics. politics. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right. Well, anyways, see y'all in two weeks. I've been Jimmy, Tony, and Dave, and it's been the Finger Guns podcast with Tony, David, James. Good night. Pew pew pew.